Section 10 of Love's Coming of Age. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Love's Coming of Age, a series of papers on the relations of the sexes by Edward Carpenter. On Jealousy. On Jealousy. A great disturber of the celestial order of love is jealousy, that brand of physical passion which carried over into the emotional realms of the mind will sometimes rage there like a burning fire. One may distinguish two kinds of jealousy, a natural and an artificial. The first arises perhaps from the real uniqueness of the relationship between two persons, at any rate as it appears to one of them. In the endeavor to stamp this uniqueness on the whole relationship, sexual and moral, especially on the sexual relationship, this kind of jealousy seems, in a sense, natural and normal at any rate for a period. But when the personal relation between the two parties has been fully and confessedly established and is no more endangered, the feeling does often, I think, equally naturally, die away and may do so quite well without damaging the intimacy and uniqueness of the alliance. This jealousy is felt with terrible keenness and intensity by lovers before the consummation of their passion, and perhaps for a year or two afterwards, though it may be protracted rather indefinitely in the case where the alliance, on one side at any rate, is not quite satisfactory. The other kind of jealousy rests on the sense of property, is the kind that is often felt by the average husband and wife long after honeymooning days. By the husband, not because of his especial devotion to his partner, but because he is furious at the idea of her disposing as she likes with what he considers his property. And by the wife, because she is terrified at the thought that her matrimonial clothes peg, from which she depends all her worldly prospects, may vanish away or become the peg for another woman's clothes. This kind of jealousy is more especially the product of immediate social conditions and is in that sense artificial. Though probably not quite so heart-rending as the other, it is often passionate enough and lasts on indefinitely, like a chronic disease. In early times with the more communistic feeling of primitive societies and with customs like group marriage, which allowed some latitude in sex relation. Jealousy, though strong, was not probably a very great force. But with the growth of individualism in life and in love, with the rise of the sense of property under civilization and the accentuation of every personal feeling in what may be called the cellular state of society, the passion became one of fearful and convulsive power and fury as is borne witness to by numberless dramas and poems and romances of the historical period. In the communism and humanism of the future, as the sense of property declines, and as love rises more and more out of mere blind confusion with the sex act, we may fairly hope that the artificial jealousy will disappear altogether and that the other form of the passion will subside again into a comparatively reasonable human emotion. End of section 10. Read by Ariel Rush 
Fort Worth. September 9th, 2021.